Hello, writers! Welcome to the very first episode of How to Win Nano. This is Liz Leo. And Christina Horner. And we're here to talk to you about your favorite November activity. NaNoWriMo! I didn't know we were going to say it at the same time. That's, I don't, we didn't, we weren't. I just, (laughs) I went for it. I made a strong choice. I'm proud. had a little trailer episode which you've probably listened to but um to give you a little bit more background on this podcast this is something that we are doing kind of leading up to november because as you probably know but may not so let's get everyone caught up at home uh nanowrimo stands for national novel writing month and it is an online internet-based writing challenge that happens officially every november um there's other forms of nano that you can take part in like camp nano the young writers program and some of these things take place different uh, times of the year, but NaNoWriMo in November is like the big one. Okay, writers. So the goal of this podcast is that we will have an episode dropping every week um, that will talk about different topics. We have a huge list of things we want to talk to you about. And um, this will be a guidebook, a way to ramp up into November so that by the time you get there, both you and us will be totally ready to start writing. We will be here for you every week with tips, advice, uh, or just, you know, sharing stories, kind of getting you motivated, giving you things to think about to be able to be your best self and write your best book or worst book, you know, no judgment in November, whatever it is you want to do. So the topic of this episode is what is nano, um, which we'll, you know, continue to cover and uh, why we do it and why you should do it. I guess to start, Christina, do you want to give us a little bit of the history of how NaNoWriMo came to be? Sure. And let me just preface this by saying that the people at NaNoWriMo do not know we're making this podcast. We did not ask their permission. We, we are not, love them. We Yeah, we're, we know them. They're really cool people. Uh, this is not sponsored by them. We are just big, huge NaNo fangirls. And so we just wanted to do this because it's something that consumes both of our lives pretty immensely throughout the year. Um, and we wanted to, you know, be there for you guys in even more of a kind of supportive way. Um, so yeah, no actual affiliation with NaNo except just loving them. Um, but yeah, so NaNoWriMo, believe it or not, has actually been around for like 20 plus years. Um, it was originally started back in 1999, uh, by Chris Beatty. He no longer runs the project, but he was there at the beginning with a big, awesome idea. Uh, and I think only 21 people did it with him that first year, mostly just friends of his that he challenged, uh, to do this crazy thing with him. Um, and then each year after that, it kind of, uh, they built a website and it just sort of, uh, grew exponentially. Um, by the year that I joined, which was actually 2006, um, there were something like 79,000 people doing it at that point. And that was actually the year that they turned into an actual nonprofit. So, um, before that, it was just sort of this like fun thing on the internet that they were doing, but then they actually became a nonprofit and actually started, uh, kind of going through all the official channels to like funnel what they were doing into something that would touch even more people. And the young writers program, um, which is the program that they use to go and support classrooms, um, it supports nearly 9,000 classrooms as of 2017. They sent out 2,500 classroom kits, and this is around the world and includes writing tools and resources for these young writers. Um, I think it's an amazing program, and truly they've grown a lot. I mean, currently, as of 
2017, they had 400, almost 400,000 participants. So I know that they've knocked that out of the park in 2018. And I cannot wait to see uh, in 2019 the impact that they have. And, um, oh, and in 2017, almost 58,000 people um, met their goals. That's amazing. Yeah, hit 50,000 words. That is really, really cool. pretty cool. So, basically, we were one of those 58,000. And we We were two of them. We're two of them. In fact, (laughs) we are two Two different different people. Um. Um... You wouldn't expect what we are. <laughs> so actually, we should maybe do a little bit of an intro about who we are now that we've talked about Nano for as long as we have. Um, I'm Christina, one of your hosts. I'm a former YouTuber. I made videos online for over a decade about all sorts of different topics, but I did actually uh, make a lot of NaNoWriMo pep talk videos really early on when I first discovered NaNoWriMo. Um, I also currently work at Microsoft. I'm a partner account manager for Mixer, which is their streaming service. Uh what else? Um, I'm a big nerd. I used to be in a Harry Potter band called the Parcel Mouse. I've got a lot of really nerdy internet street cred. Um, but throughout everything that I've done, NaNoWriMo has always been sort of a constant for me. Um, I've won uh, 13 years in a row. I have never lost. Um, and so no matter what I'm doing, you can always count on me to be writing a novel in November. My name is Liz Leo, and I've actually known Christina since I was in middle school, believe it or not. Um, I love writing. I went to college and got a degree in graphic design and creative writing that led me to a career doing graphic design and then eventually film production, um, which also led me to do the web series Job Hunters with Christina, in which I produced and um, lent my voice talent to the Maywin announcer. Um, Now I am a, a creative producer at Wizards of the Coast for the Magic the Gathering franchise. So I'm also a huge nerd, and uh, I definitely bring my nerdiness into my writing. I like writing sci-fi, I like writing fantasy, I like writing uh, magical realism, all that kind of stuff. And I have won NaNo 12 times and participated 12 times. Unfortunately, unless Christina dies, I'll probably never catch up with her. Thumbs the brakes, kid. I know. You start when you're late, and yep. it's because she didn't tell me about the first year. Oh, she kept yeah. it to herself. It's my fault. Yeah. Um, so writing has always been a really big part of both of our lives. Unfortunately, neither of us really have anything out in the world that you can read yet, but we're both working on getting things published. That's something that we'll probably talk about a lot over the course of this podcast. Um, right now, I kind of consider myself a professional NaNoWriMoer, so I have many, many, many drafts. I've also used Nano to rewrite a lot of drafts mm-hmm. uh, multiple times. Um, and someday, someday, these books will be on a shelf. Yeah, but- I finished... I finished a couple, but rewrites need to happen for those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So why I started NaNo originally, um, I mean, I guess like the, the very easy answer is because I love writing and I've always been kind of an internet nerd and I love finding new communities to be a part of and kind of new challenges to try. I love that kind of internet community challenge stuff. So I discovered NaNoWriMo. Um, it's a funny story. We'll maybe go deeper on this someday, but, um, I was, I followed this girl. I followed, I was friends with this girl on AOL instant messenger way back in the day. And she had an away message that was like BRB writing a novel in November. And I was like, that's weird. Oh, I and love then she had, a, she had a link. And so I clicked on it and I found this thing called National Novel Writing Month. Um, and this was actually the year before I 
joined or I, I started it for the first time. Um, I, I was a few days in and I was like, eh, I don't know, that sounds hard. And so I didn't do it. And then the next year I heard about it again. And at that point I was a few days late again. But this time I was like, you know what? I heard about this last year. I think it was my first year of college. I was like kind of bored, you know, a lot of my friends had moved away. And so I was like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this this year because this sounds awesome. And this sounds like the kind of thing that I would love. Um, and so I, I just did it. I didn't really talk to anybody about it. Um, it was just a thing that I kind of spent my time doing while I was kind of adjusting to college life and everything. And I just sort of quietly won and it felt really awesome. And then I told a bunch of friends, which is why Liz didn't know about it. Until yeah. Later. She kept it to herself. It was like her little thing. Like, <laughs> no, uh, actually at that time, um, Christina and I became friends in like, uh, like we met in middle school. We became pretty good friends in high school when we did a production of Midsummer Night's Dream and I was Hermia and, and she was Helena. Yep. And we pretty much played best friends in a play and then became best friends. But um, when she graduated, and I didn't because she's a year older than me, I think... She did graduate eventually. Uh, yeah, sorry. I did graduate. <laughs> I said, yeah. But the important thing is, is that I think our friendship just didn't continue on as strong as it did because we were in different places in our life. Proximity is so important in friendships when you're that age. You're you're friends with people because they live in your neighborhood or go to your mm-hmm. school. And so when someone goes off to college and someone is still at home, um, you just don't see each other. Yeah. When you get older, you form friendships based more on your interests and hobbies than you do on like your exact proximity to other people, which is great because you tend to have stronger and better relationships and friendships as you get older. And so we actually, despite our whole talk of not being in proximity, worked at the same place. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw her one day, um, She we worked in like different parts of this theater and she told me about National Novel Writing Month. And I was like, this is so cool. But she had like already just done it. And I was so jealous. We even talked about doing a mini version of it, which is, I guess, sort of like what camp is now. Yeah, I forgot about that. But we never did. And so then I went off to college a couple hours away. And um, she was still in Seattle area. And I decided to do it the next year because I was so excited. And it was a really incredible way for us to stay in contact about something that was a shared interest between us. And it, like, brought us together and also gave me a thing to do, a close friend to have in my first year in college in which I had moved away from my town. And it was just one of the best experiences, despite the fact that I clearly remember almost dying at the end, like huddled up in a beanbag writing, having taken two five-hour energy drinks, trying to stay alive and write at the we'll end. We'll have another episode about... Um... <laughs> approaches to nano (laughs) where we will delve uh deep into how there are people who hit their word count every day and there are then liz yeah (laughs) who often will write her entire novel in like three days yeah but you know the thing is is i've done it and that's true it can be done and maybe maybe with you know the right listenership we will find more people like you liz and you will you will not i think there's dozens of us (laughs) dozens Dozens. so and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to get together to talk is because i think we have two unique different approaches to writing in so many different ways like we connect because we are both writers but like i'm a pantser she's a planner i mean i've been getting better at planning because i've been getting better at pantsing exactly like you have to meet in the middle but we both you know she's really incredible at dialogue 
and I tend to focus more on description. And so it's almost if we put both of us together, we would be the perfect writer. <laughs> That's true. But there's a lot of other things too, even genre based. You write yeah. a lot more sci-fi, fantasy, mm-hmm. kind of like weird out there stuff. Magic I tend, systems. I tend to write a lot more um, contemporary or paranormal, but like like urban fantasy kind totally. of like set in our world, maybe like a little bit of magical realism, but I tend to really like playing in our existing world. Um, so I think it, I think that we will be a good pair for this because we do represent a lot of different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't have a lot of strong reasons for why I started aside from it just sort of being a thing that sounded cool, a thing that sounded like it was right up my alley. I think every year when I sort of come back around to nano and think like okay it's another month of my life it's going to be crazy i know what this is like i have to sort of re-choose to do it every year um and that has now happened so many times for so many different reasons um that at this point i feel like you don't you don't win nano 13 times and then like skip a year so no. at this point, I almost feel shackled to it. Not in a bad way, but like in a, it's not even a question. It's just like, it's almost like, you know, you have like holidays that are sort of fixed points. It's like every year you have the, like the big winter holidays. Uh, you're not going to skip Christmas. And, yeah. You're, you're not going to skip your birthday. It's like, you don't skip Nano and it doesn't matter what's going on. It is like a holiday. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like the, the deeper in we get, the more people in our life are used to it and understand. But that's a, that's a topic for another episode. Yeah. Um, I guess the reasons why I do it now, aside from just feeling trapped <laughs> is, um, you know, I, Writing is one of the most important things in the entire world for me personally. And I have always, since I was little, felt like I had stories in my head that I wanted to share. Um, And books have had such an impact on me, whether it was, you know, the entirety of um, what Harry Potter has done for my life or even just, you know, the odd like contemporary book that's kind of made me feel less alone because I read about someone who has similar problems to me. Um, Books have just always had this profound impact on me and my emotions. And I've always wanted to be able to create something like that for other people. I've wanted to be able to tell a story that's going to touch people in, in a similar way. Um, and so for me, Nano is the excuse to do that because writing is so hard and it's hard sometimes to justify not doing something else to write because it takes so long that often you feel like your progress is like going backwards instead of forwards. So Nano is this month that I feel like I get to set aside to do this thing that is so important to me and often hard to make time for. Yeah. uh, I've often described it as giving myself a gift, much like how I would let myself go to the spa or get a massage. It's like giving myself the gift of time to do something that I want and need to do. Because to be honest, I'm really, really bad at doing things like creatively that I need to do. I think it's really easy to come home and just vegetate out because I don't know, like we both work pretty long days and come home and usually I'm pretty exhausted after the hour long commute Mm -hmm. (laughs) home. And so being able to give myself this gift of permission and of time is really important. It also trains other people to recognize that time and to recognize your time as valuable. The other thing is I found personally, I'm really goal deadline and other people dependent. Mm -hmm. So I work better when people 
formulate in a group and say, let's do this thing, do this thing. Yeah. And that's why I'm in a team at work. That's yeah, why exactly. I go and I'm working on going to writing group every Monday with a christina and some fun people and it, it truly if, if i'm not dependent to other people it's hard for me to reach those goals and you know everyone has to work on that if that's the way you are that's fine but you know getting yourself in a pattern and a habit is one of the best ways to get through that nothing compares to the motivation of NaNoWriMo having a community rally around these shared goals is something that is so powerful and i think being a part of something bigger it really does make these goals feel a little bit more achievable. And honestly, something that I've been realizing recently is writing is like a soul crushing exercise because often you can work for hours and f- feel like you've made very little progress in the You're grand scheme of things. squeezing blood out of a rock. Right. Or you, you see the, you see the end of your goal so far off in the distance that the incremental uh, progress that you make feels so insubstantial. So what I love about Nano is that it is actually a um, a reason to celebrate. I'm often told celebrate the small victories. You know, even if you have to throw something out, celebrate the fact that that is now putting you forward in the right direction. But no, people don't understand how bad it feels to throw something out, even if ultimately it's positive. So being able to say that you've won NaNoWriMo, that you've hit 50,000 words and that that's something to celebrate is so important to me because otherwise you might just beat yourself up all the time until you have a book on a shelf. And if you can't stop and appreciate the small wins, you're never going to get there. I think there's also something to be said, like you are a writer, even if you haven't published a novel or, you know, written a blog recently, you are a writer if you write. Mm -hmm. And NaNoWriMo continuously teaches me that year after year. Like I'm a writer. It's part of my identity. It's part of the, like what I love to do. And uh, it, it helps me not lose that about myself. Can we do something real quick? I yeah. think we're nearing the end of this podcast episode. I think episode, we are. So I want to do something. Yeah. And this is something that I did with uh, a bunch of writers one time at a workshop that I went to at a panel. And it was, like, very profound. And so I think that we should do this right now. Great. You, podcast listener, you are part of this. So you're not exempt. Don't try to not do it. Um, wherever you are, I don't care if you're in your car. I don't care if you're on the bus. I don't care if you're, like, folding laundry. You're going to say out loud right now. I'm a writer. Liz? I'm a writer. Liz is I'm a, writer. a writer. I'm a writer. I'm a writer. Okay, I'm a writer. your turn. I don't think you said it. I think you pretended a to say louder. it, but you didn't think that it would matter. You're probably of... on a public bus. Yeah, and you... you didn't want to say it because yeah. there's people next to you. But okay, you can still say it. So now this time, for real, yeah, I want you to actually say out loud, "I'm a writer." And even if there's someone around you, if they say what, you can just be like, "What? I'm a writer." <laughs> Didn't you hear me? If it makes it easier, we'll say it with you. Okay, okay ready? ready? One, One, two, three. three. I'm, I'm a writer. writer. All right. So now, for the rest of this podcast, nobody can ever dispute it. You're a writer. If you're listening to the podcast, you're a writer because you said it in this episode. And I think with that, I think we're all ready to continue on the road yeah. to November. So next week, we're going to put on another episode that will continue our ramp up to get you excited and ready about National Novel Writing Month in November. I know that as early as August, I tend to get very, very excited about doing NaNo. So if you want to reach out to us, um, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can email us at howtowinnano at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on Twitter. That's at howtowinnano. If you want to actually tweet at us and let us know why you started doing NaNoWriMo or why you might start this year, we'd love to hear about your experience. 
I think that's it for this episode. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to have an episode for you every single week leading up to November and through November and maybe forever. I don't know. And we can say that because we're recording a bunch at once. That's true. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, keep writing. Keep writing. Bye, Christina. Bye, Liz. Okay, we won't. Okay, I don't know how to. Okay.